What's up, credit fam? This is your boy, Garrett B. Hey, welcome to Mentally Financial. Hey, the show where we try to figure out ways to deal with financial stress. We all go through it. Me, you, everybody, all right? But um, what? Today is September 18th, 2022, y'all. Hey, the time almost here. I got, you really going to be out to be stressed out in a minute with all this Christmas shopping and Thanksgiving and woo holidays like um, well, ha- Halloween. Man, this is going to be crazy, especially those y'all got kids. Well, hey, we're going to talk about a few things today just to, um, you know, something real simple and straight to the point. We're going to talk about evaluating your financial situation. So before we get into the show, I want you to go get you something to drink, get you something to snack on, and we're just going to talk about a few things, family to family. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, thank you for coming to join me. Give me one moment and I'll be right back. Peace. Hey, are you having trouble understanding your finances? You don't know where your money is going? Your credit report, your credit scores are looking funny? Well, there's somebody out there who can help you, and that's my boy, Gary B. Hey, you need to give him a call at 706-222-1987. Or better yet, visit him at www.gbronjuniorfinancial.com. I'm pretty sure he can help you get back on track. So if you have any time of financial issues, Give my man a call. Peace. Welcome back. Welcome back, Credit Fam. This is your boy, Gary B. Like I said in the intro, hey, we're going to be talking today about evaluating your financial situation. Man. And that's something that we all need to do for real, for real, y'all. We we, we got to stop playing games. Um, you know, this recession, the economy, you know, things like that. I know it's kind of scaring people. Um, our kids, you know, running crazy, spending money that we ain't get. But hey, if you take the time and slow down and just, you know, look at the books, um, don't spend unnecessary money for nothing. I believe you'll get through this. Okay. So like I said, when it comes to evaluating your financial situation, you have to kind of asset your financial performance. And then you just got to learn how to make improvements. That's pretty much all you got to do is look at it learn from it and improve it okay so with that being said you know it's kind of crazy because when you're trying to you know get your financial situation under control it can be kind of funny because we are human and sometimes we compare our situations to other people you know what i'm saying but don't let that bother you because if you take the time get your mind right you can handle your situation you will stack up just as good as everybody else okay you just have to take the time and say, hey, this is me. This is my money. I'm not trying to be like them. I'm trying to be like me. Okay. So with that being said, let's talk about these things. Um, first, do you have a low amount of debt related to your income? Now, what that means is you make a list of balance, your interest rates, your monthly payments on each of your debts, then calculate the monthly debt to income ratio by dividing the amount you owe by the amount you make. Okay. So basically you look at all of the bills that you have, you think about all the money that's coming in and then you divide it. And then that'll let you know if you live in pretty much within your means, that's pretty much what that's saying. Okay. So, by making a list of your balances, that takes you off right off the rip what you need to do because now you're looking at, hey, 
This is the money that um, we done spent. You know, here's the interest rates on the stuff that we get. So you look at the interest rate and you say, wow, if you don't pay certain things, you know that interest rate is going to compound. So you definitely want to look at that, okay? So the first thing is, do you have a low amount of debt related to your income? You want to make sure that your debt is always lower than your income, okay? Now, the next thing, do you have enough savings to cover an unexpected expense or emergency? Wow. Do y'all see the theme here in all of my shows? Everything reverts back to having a rainy day fund, an emergency fund, a retirement fund, and fun, fun money. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of people misconstrue a rainy day fund and and then you get your savings and then you get your emergency fund. Those are different. And, and I'm, I'm going to let you know exactly what I mean by that. The rainy day fund is that one time little bit of money that you get to the side because something just happened and you wasn't prepared for it. That's a rainy day fund. In my case... You know, that little change jar that you get that you be putting your change into. You think about it. If you forget about it and keep adding change to that, that can be your rainy day fund. Because, it is, you know, we don't think about the change that we put in there. We just put the money and keep going. That's a rainy day fund. That emergency, that one-time thing. Then you have an emergency fund. Now, an emergency fund, by rule of thumb, you should be saving three to six months, I say nine months of worth of expenses. So basically when you look at your budget and let's say your budget comes out, this is just a number y'all, not everybody's different. I'm just throwing a crazy number to make it easy, $500. That's what your total budget for the month is. So now you take that $500 and you times it by three, six or nine. That is how you do it, okay? That's how you come up with your emergency fund. So whatever your bills add up to, and we know they fluctuate. Remember, we have bills that change every month, depending on how long you use the lights, how long you use the gas, how long you use the water. I understand that, but let's talk about it. Even with that being said, you can always cut back if you got to, okay? So that's what an emergency fund is. Then you have your savings. The savings is, in, in, in so many words, the savings is your retirement. Um, it's that money that you take a trip with. It's, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because we already know that leaving money in the bank really doesn't make you any money unless you're somebody blessed and you're at one of them banks that give you a pretty, pretty good APR. You know what I mean? You know, interest rate, then you're good to go. You know what I'm saying? If you got a, a, a one point, or a two point or three point, you know, interest rate on your bank, you good. Cause the average person has a zero, zero point zero, zero one, you know, um, for interest rate every year. But, um, that's the difference between the three, the three rainy day fund, the emergency fund and your savings. Okay. Um, next thing, are you on track with your um, retirement uh, contributions? Are you, are you putting anything to the side for your retirement? Remember, that's not your savings. I I said it that way in a sense, but it really, there's different savings, okay? 
Um, you might have a 401 plan. You might have an IRA, you know, or you may have a certificate of deposit or you may have stocks and bonds. You know what I'm saying? So are you contributing to those pots to make it better for you tomorrow? You know what I'm saying? Um, because you want to be able to do that. You, you want to be able to have something to fall back on in retirement because, um, the old days of a pension plan, a lot of companies don't have pension plans no more. Most of them have the 401s or most of them have the IRAs. So you need to talk to somebody, which is not me. I'm not a licensed, um, you know, financial planner. I'm a financial educator. So I don't tell you where to put your money or, or this is the best for you and that's the best for you. I don't do that, okay? But hey, find somebody that does do that. If you're in a company that has a 401, talk to HR. See if they can put you in touch with somebody to get you to really understand how to maximize you know, your 401 for you for tomorrow, okay? I know a lot of people in hard times, they use money or they borrow against their 401 and then you get penalized. That's crazy and I understand. I, you know, I, I feel bad that you have to be penalized for your own money, but that's how society is, okay? But anyway, with all that being said, Talk to somebody about that retirement fund, okay? Now, the next thing. Do you regularly contribute to your personal savings? That is what we was talking about earlier. Now, while emergency savings and retirement savings are totally different things, and, you know, and that's one is for your immediate and one is for your future, all right? Um, technically, it's also important to have savings with your other goals, such as buying a car or buying a house. You know what I'm saying? So that's where that personal savings come in. Because I always tell people, if you make your plan right and you do them goals right, and you say, hey, in a year, two years, three years, four years, five years, I want to buy me a house, I want to buy me a car, that's where you start putting that money into those personal savings. I always say, go open up another account just for a house. Go open up another account just for a car. Go open another account just for a trip. You see what I'm saying? So if you're putting money in those accounts, that's your financial goals. You want to build that to something so you can be ready. You might, I, I don't know what type of um, you know mortgage you might go with, the 30 year or 15, 20 or 30 year. I don't know if you plan on paying, you know, doing the upfront cost, have a closing cost, paying the 3.5 or whatever it might be. But you need to save something towards that, okay? Because um, it's always better to put a down payment, especially on a home or even a car. I mean, it's good to put a down payment on the car to cut them payments down, put a down payment on the house to get them payments down. You know what I'm saying? So that personal savings is that. That's why, like I tell y'all, I have different bank accounts for everything. I put money into every account to do everything. And you need to do the same thing. And then you need to consider a side hustle. You need to consider earning some extra money on the side doing something to put towards those financial or those personal goals that you may have. You know what I'm saying? So if your financial situation seems to be on track and you still keep having a positive momentum, Go for building your wealth and investment in the futures, all right? Do that. You can do it. If not, you may want to try to build a better personal budget so you can increase your savings or pay down any debts you may have left. 
Others may consider credit counseling or debt management. You may also want to, um, you know, take other steps to improve your credit scores. Okay. So with all of that being said, that's letting you know that, hey, pay them debts down, keep them credit cards, you know, um, scores under control, keep it under 30% credit card utilization. You know what I'm saying? You do those things, you will get what you want in the future. And there's nothing else that can stop you from getting that. You know what I'm saying? You need to empower yourself with financial knowledge. That's all it takes. You get the empowerment of the financial uh, knowledge, you're done. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm here. I'm committed to helping you financially succeed. I'm not, I'm not asking for anything else but for you to be better. You know what I'm saying? So with me trying to help you, you need to help yourself. I will give you the tools to help you. It's a lot of stuff online. My stuff is there. You know what I'm saying? Financial literacy is something that's real, y'all. We didn't learn it in school. Some of us didn't. Some of us did. But financial literacy is real. We are falling behind, people. We have to start understanding our money. We have to start understanding our finances, understanding credit cards, understanding how to leverage our money for us. You know what I'm saying? Because it's our money. Stop letting other people dictate what we do with our money. And don't let money scare you. And definitely don't let money stress you out. You know what I'm saying? Because stress is already bad by itself. So don't let that money stress you out. Don't let family and friends stress you out. You know what I'm saying? Keep people out your business that ain't got nothing to do with you when it comes to your finances. You know, if you can't lend that best friend or that family member some money, let them know. Be real with them. Hey, bro, I can't lend it to you. You know, if I had it, I would. You know, I'm trying to better myself. I'm trying to build something. So I cannot do anything right now. Because if I give it to you and you can't give it back to me when I need it, then I'm up a creek without a paddle. You feel me? So with that being said, y'all, all I wanted to say is, we need to start evaluating our financial situations, okay? And like I said, to recap real quick, you want to make sure that you keep low amounts of debt over your income. Make sure your income is more than your debt. Number two, make sure that you start saving some money for that rainy day, that emergency, and those personal savings, okay, y'all? Hey, this is your boy, Gary B., I want to say thank you for keep checking me out. Thank you for coming to all my shows. I love y'all. And I'm going to keep doing this for you. Leave me the comments. Leave me the reviews. Hey, you got questions, I'll answer them for you, okay? But I want to say once again, thank you so much. I'm Gary B. I do the research. You just got to follow. Until the next show. I love you. Peace.